Welcome to the Socialette Podcast, where we empower you with the marketing know-how you need to create the business of your dreams. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a marketing nerd, Shiraz lover, and passport stamp collector. Join me as I dive into all things small business marketing and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free lessons every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Let's get learning. Hey, welcome back to the Social Ed Podcast. This episode, we're looking at what should your content be about? And we've previously looked at how to build trust and add value to your audience's life, but that might have left you thinking, should all my content be adding value? Surely if I'm posting daily on Instagram, weekly on my blog, and posting a video to Facebook each month, I'll run out of value to give? I should have mentioned something. Not all your content needs to be value-adding. You also want to build a connection with your audience, and you do want to sell to them occasionally, just not all the time. The types of content you post will depend on the platform. So for example, funny quotes are a lot better suited to social media than they are to your blog. The key here is to try and keep your content relevant to your audience. And most of it should have a connection to what you do or what you sell. For example, if you sell skincare products, You shouldn't be posting about fashion on your Instagram account every single day. But if you know that your audience is interested in fashion, a couple of times a week would be fine. Likewise, if you run a social media marketing business, you probably shouldn't regularly be blogging about skincare products. You could go out and create content about anything and everything related to what you do. And that's a mistake that a lot of business owners make. Or you could choose your content category strategically. Rather than taking a scattergun approach to your content, pick a couple of topics and do them really, really well. Depending on your industry and your niche, these topics could be really, really micro niche, but don't let a tiny topic scare you off. If you can dive deeper into this topic than anyone else has, your content is going to give your audience a new insight and it'll be super valuable to them. These content categories should be pretty much consistent across your different platforms. For example, one of my content categories is Facebook ads. In any given month, I might write a blog post on something related to Facebook ads, record a video on a different topic but still related to Facebook ads, share a couple of Instagram posts, usually with snippets of what I wrote in the blog or shared in the video, and I might do an Instagram stories impromptu video. From this content, I usually give a call to action to download a Facebook ads related freebie and get them on my email list. So grab a pen and paper or make a mental note. What content categories will you be basing your content around? If you can only think of one, maybe there are some subcategories you'd like to delve into. Or if you're struggling to narrow them down, think about the following. Which categories do you know best? What are you most comfortable writing or talking about? What does your ideal client or customer struggle with the most? What common questions do your audience ask you? What could you talk about for hours and hours without getting bored? And finally, if you have any services that you hate offering, it's simple. Don't write about them. A maximum of five categories is a good rule of thumb to make sure you're not stretching yourself too thinly across too many topics. The key is that you want to choose a small number of topics so that you can dive into each one deeply enough that you're actually providing some new value and you're not just providing more content that's adding to the clutter out there. 
The key is to have genuinely valuable content. Once you've got your categories, you need to think about exactly what you're going to share. There are a few different types of content that work really well for building trust and connection with your audience. That is content that builds connection, content that educates, content that entertains, or that inspires. Before I dive into the details of each category, I want to quickly tell you about my free ebook that you can grab if you pop over to stephtaylor.co forward slash 10. It's packed with 50 ways to promote your content, and it's a great way to make sure that you're squeezing every last little drop of value out of the content you're creating. stephtaylor.co forward slash 10. That's S-T-E-P-H-T-A-Y-L-O-R dot co forward slash 10. Now, back to the different content types. Let's look at each one in a bit more detail. First up is connection building content. As the legendary Seth Godin puts it, marketing is no longer about the stuff you make, but about the stories you tell. Storytelling is one excellent way to build connection. And I don't mean any random stories, but stories about your brand, about the people behind your brand, about your product. For example, you could share the story behind why you started your business or what events spurred you to start it. You could talk about the people behind your brand, even if it's just you. Introduce yourself because people buy from people, not from big companies. Talk about your customers. Have they done something really inspirational or maybe someone has had some really epic results with your product or service? Or you could tell us about what inspires you. Or you could show us what goes on behind the scenes. There are a lot of different options and the things that you might think are boring, your audience will probably find them really interesting. Educational content is the next one. And before you say, oh, but I have nothing to teach, I want you to hear me out. You don't have to educate your audience on something huge. It could be as simple as a tip for avoiding sugar cravings, or it could be a blog post with 10 tips to avoid sugar cravings. As a side note, you should be repurposing your content. We'll look at it more in depth next episode, but here's a quick rundown. If you're writing a blog post with 10 tips to avoid sugar, you can repurpose that into 10 individual Facebook or Instagram posts, one for each tip. Anyway, back to educational content. You probably know some topics really well, and you mightn't even realize it. Think about what you know that people in your audience don't know, and then do a brain dump of everything, little or big, everything you could share with them to improve their lives just a tiny little bit. Once you've got that, narrow it down into smaller topics and voila. Next up is entertaining content, and this one's pretty straightforward. In this category, we have your funny quotes, your memes, funny cat or dog videos, cute animals, etc., etc. Try to keep the random entertaining content, so the stuff that isn't related to your business or chosen content categories, to a minimum. But if you can find, or if you can better yet, create entertaining content that links back to your business or to your content categories, then that is ideal. So you could, for example, take a photo of your product with a cute puppy. There we go. It's instantly a lot more shareable. Entertaining content is super shareable. So if you can get people in your target audience to share it with their friends who are also in your target audience, then you've struck gold. Last on the list is inspirational content. This doesn't have to be totally related to your business or your industry, as long as it's something that you know your audience will find inspiring. For example, with Wildbloom, we're in the marketing space. But I also know that my ideal customer is someone who finds travel photos inspiring. So I post those occasionally. Or beautiful workspaces or a gorgeous pair of shoes, that kind of thing. 
Again, if you can link it back to your business, then that's even better. This category could also include inspirational quotes or inspirational stories, and they're both quite good for building connection as well. Oh, and I guess I should mention a little something about promotional content before I wrap this episode up. Yes, it's also a core content type, but try to make sure it doesn't make up the majority of your posts. You don't want to be giving so much value away that you forget to actually sell to your audience. But if every post is screaming, buy me, buy me, then people are not going to be caring about what you have to say. I hope this episode has sparked some ideas about what content you can create. Next up, we'll be looking at how to create content when you're busy because it's usually the first thing that falls to the wayside the minute business picks up and things get a little bit busy. But just wait. This next episode will be full of golden tips and tricks on batching, automating, and repurposing that you do not want to miss. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss that episode. And our new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you're enjoying this show, please leave a rating and a review. It means a huge amount to me. And lastly, head to stephtaylor.co to download my free ebook, 50 Ways to Promote Your Content. See you next time.